piece of music we're listening to in the background is called Rupture. I wrote it as a soundtrack to a chaotic action scene for choose-your-own-adventure style audio drama, The Culling. It has a heavy and dissonant tone, which aims to convey the confusion and drama of a panicky crowd trying to flee a research compound. Today, we'll break it down and look at some of the insights into why and how it creates the tension. You're listening to How I Make Music, where behind-the-scenes musicians get to tell their own story. Every Wednesday, we break apart a song, soundtrack, or composition and investigate the insights into how it was made. My name is Randy Greer. I'm a sound designer, composer, and music teacher from California. And this is How I Make Music. Welcome back to How I Make Music, episode 62, Rupture by me, Randy Greer. Thanks for stopping by. My experience comes from pursuing three years of classical music degree, uh, touring in a metal band. Yeah, it was a pretty crazy few years of my life, and we played a lot of loud music, and I'm sure I lost some hearing during it. Yeah, typically my influences are more cinematic, specifically horror, because The Culling is a horror audio drama, and Rupture has to serve that. I found a lot of inspiration from Night on Bald Mountain from 1867 by Mersorgsky. Soundtracks like Dead Space 2 by Jason Graves. Or even something from Insidious. Have over time influenced how I see horror music. I wrote Rupture as a soundtrack for The Culling. Uh, it's a choose-your-own-adventure audio drama, and the aim of Rupture is to convey a state of chaos suddenly breaking out over everyone in the story. Because of this underlying fear of a viral contagion, the facility where the characters are at has been placed in a lockdown. This leaves everybody in a state of high tension. In Rupture, a mob of researchers are bunched into this facility, and they all begin to stampede and fight for their lives to get to the exit. We need to get out of here. Fast. Katara's been shot. I can't get her off the ground. They keep stepping on her. Things like fear, elements of chaos, and overall pandemonium. Those are important to communicate across the music because without that can be a little awkward in a horror situation. I wanted people to imagine what music would be playing if they were slowly realizing they would have to run for their lives with a narrow escape. The main character in The Culling is an intern called Harker, and she's flown out to this planet that's way off on the edges of settled space. 
some of the experiments they're doing there may be questionable. There's concern of a viral outbreak, which puts the entire compound under quarantine. At any second, all hell could break loose. It's very textural, it's primal, and those make its message legible, especially this part. Atonal is a term that refers to something not having a discernible tonal center. A lot of times in music, you have a home bass or a resolving note, and if it's atonal, it becomes very difficult to tell what that is. As Rupture begins, it doesn't have a tonal center. It doesn't have a sense of time or rhythm. As the music takes on more structure, the events in the story begin to unravel. I start Rupture with the sound of an uneasy choir humming. This encourages a swelling tension until we hear a soft, low impact sound, which I intended to act as a gut-sinking realization. It's followed by a small period of silence, allowing the mood to sink in. All of this is just sort of an opening act. Then there's a transition. I wanted it to feel like passing through a membrane. Up to this point, there's been no discernible meter or tonal center. I made this choice because I wanted the listener to feel as if there's been nothing to hold on to, despite being pulled forward. It causes tension. Not just in the music, but within the listener. The greater the tension, the greater the ultimate resolution. A distinct rhythmic pulse emerges. It's low and brooding. I use distortion to play C, B, and C sharp. This is a chromatic motif that appears throughout the entire soundtrack. These notes are neighbors, and they're creepy. My recent favorite instrument from my collection has been Mysteria. It's this really unusual choral instrument. It uses this graphic interface with an X and Y axis that allows you to move a cursor freely in there, and that changes how well it blends between two different choir articulations as well as the intensity of those articulations. And it's really noticeable because it creates a crescendo. As everything gets louder, you hear the articulations themselves begin to change. Here's a snippet of that on its own. synthesizers, it's become commonplace to associate their electric timbre with space or technology. I find them helpful and even vital. 
for carrying a science fiction atmosphere into a score. That this is still a science fiction story. And that chaos has now landed heavily on the scene. This is where the music tells the listener that the chaos is in full motion. At this point, the crowd has gone feral. People are attacking one another in a gruesome fashion. Harker, who's the main character, now has to get up and run for her life against this crazed crowd. And my favorite way to communicate raw, primitive reactions is with percussion. The drum ensemble starts playing a pattern with four beats. This gives the listener some traction as our main character, Harker, sees clearly just how bad the situation has become. Here, the choir begins to sound angry, like bees, to me. I can't stand swarming insects. Like, they do scare me. I felt like it also reflected what was happening to the crowd as they ran. People are swarming for the exits. Some even stampeding over each other. To reflect all of this over the music, I chose to use a 5-4 pattern. The rhythm of five beats, it feels wrong. Almost as if you can't quite get your footing. This is because we're usually expecting a more intuitive division of the beats, something even or something easy to count, like two or three. So throughout Rupture, I use an instrument called Frendo. It sounds unstable and erratic, and even unfriendly. The instrument itself, it appears to be handmade, and it's this long, possibly hollow, wooden surface that has some metal strings ran across it. And between the wood and the metal strings, there's a lead pipe, and the lead pipe appears to be free-handed, as if it can move. It creates some really wild textural sounds. Just the bizarreness of that, I feel like, really fits horror as itself. There's a sound design element I used from Omnisphere, and I titled it Magma Synth. To me, that feels like something hatching from, from a fleshy membrane. During this section, I use a string instrument articulation called Collegno. To do Collegno, whoever's playing the strings of the violin, the cello, the double bass would use the wooden part of the bow instead of the hairs of the bow, and it creates this slapping sound. Kind of like the strings are getting hit with a hammer. It's very snappy. To me, I feel like it communicates a sense of aggression, and things have already snapped at that point in the music and the story. The other things that sort of, ref I thought, reflected horror in a soundtrack were some of the, the horns. Um, I included some clusters... 
where the brass are kind of fumbling around. And there's also a vibrato articulation that I think sounds pretty wild. That's about it for this week's episode. We'll listen to the full track in just a moment, but before we do that, thank you for listening to How I Make Music. Catch new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else. Rupture is a soundtrack from the audio fiction series called The Culling. If you want to hear the whole story, search for The Culling wherever you get your podcasts. And now here's Rupture, a horror-influenced action soundtrack in its entirety. My name is Randy Greer, and thanks for listening to How I Make Music. We'll see you guys next week.